you must be expectant. Because expectancy is the breeding ground for miracles. You just come in, you go out the same, and you wonder why your life is not changing. It's because you're not expecting anything from the Lord. The Bible says, they received the word with gladness, and it worked for them. When you don't receive the word with gladness, it doesn't do anything for you. You receive, you're expectant. You know, you, you, you can't wait to, to, to get the word of God into your spirit. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you today for your word that abided forever. Lord, we thank you that your son Jesus is the word. From the beginning, oh God, your word declares, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God and was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you, Lord, for the accomplished works at the cross. Lord, even as we have partook the, the communion today, we thank you, Lord, that we have received, oh God, cleansing, wholeness. We have received healing. We have received deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. Your word says that when you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you shall never die. And Father, we declare this life today in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that we shall not die, but live and declare the words of the Lord. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 shake yourself, you know, and just shake yourself and shake off the dust from you, hallelujah. Just shake those things that cling to you without making any effort today. Just shake your body, shake your body, shake your body, shake your body. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to Jesus. Shall we take our seats? Praise the Lord. We got to be excited when we come to the house of God. We just have to be excited when we hear the good news. The word of God is the good news. Hallelujah. Good news to the sick is healing. Good news to the dying is life. Good news to those that are oppressed of the devil is deliverance. Good news to the poor is mourning in their pockets. Hallelujah. That is why Jesus Christ came. He came to set us free. He came to deliver those that were bound and oppressed of the devil. Jesus came to give you back your worth. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus came that we could live not just a small life, but a super abundant life. Hallelujah. Say life. Life. Life, life is mine. Life is mine. Life is mine. I didn't say shake your head. I say, say life is mine. The Bible say we confess with our mouth unto salvation. We confess with our mouth unto salvation. We believe with our hearts unto righteousness. Hallelujah. So when your mouth is quiet, nothing will move in your life. Mm. Your, your mouth is very critical to where you're going Amen. in your salvation. Your mouth plays a bigger role, a bigger part. Amen. Amen. So you have to shout hallelujah. You have to shout praise the Lord. When something you know, clicks into your spirit, you must shout, Amen! And what does Amen mean? It means, so be it. So be it. You are locking that word to work for you. So when you are quiet or you are just doing like this, you are doing nothing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me teach someone.
today. Hallelujah. You have to open that mouth and say, Amen. It means that it is so. Let it be. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Shall we read from John 6? John chapter 6. Hallelujah. The word of God is life. The word of God is everything that we need. Praise the Lord. Glory to Jesus. From verse 29. Let me start from verse 27. It says, labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him, for him hath God the Father sealed. Then said they unto him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he has sent. They said therefore unto him, What sign showest thou then, that we may see and believe thee? What dost thou work? Our fathers did eat manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven. But my father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. That is Jesus. That is Jesus, the bread of life. Hallelujah. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I say unto you that you also have seen me and believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which has sent me, that of all which he has given me, I should lose nothing, nothing, I should lose nothing but shall, should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. The Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. They could not understand that Jesus now is bread. Now we should eat him are we witches that eat human flesh? You know, they did not understand spiritual things. And they said, is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he said, I came down from heaven? You know, it was mind-boggling to them because they could not reconcile it. The son of a carpenter that they used to see every single day, now he's talking to them and telling them that he was the bread of life. They could not just take it in. Verse number 43. Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Memor not among yourselves. No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me through him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man therefore that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man hath seen the Father save he which is of God. He has seen the Father. 
Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me has everlasting life. I am that bread of life. Jesus is the bread of life. And whosoever believeth on him has everlasting life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. I don't know whether anything different is written. Mine is saying, this is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. Mm. There we are getting the prescription, yeah. the anti-death drug. Mm. Jesus is the anti-death drug. Hallelujah. Mm. When we eat of him, when we believe his word, we have life. We have life. The Bible says Jesus came that we could live. He died that we could live. The only person that was born to die was Jesus. That was his mission, to come and to die for us and to pay for the penalty of our sin, our sickness, our disease. He is the only person that was sent by God to die. He died that you and me could live. He died that we could have a super abundant life. Therefore, it doesn't glorify God if we walk in sickness. If we are diseased, if we are in weakness, if we are continuously suffering defeat and failure, it does not please God because he has already sent his son, Jesus, to die for us so that we have the victory. We have the victory. We are successful. We are victorious. Hallelujah. He is the only man that died, that suffered a shameful death. And you and me should not go through what Jesus went through. Because he has already given us the victory in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He is the only person. Hallelujah. We have paid for our sin, our weakness, anything and everything that is not, you know, that we should not be going through. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So the Jews, therefore, are the living bread. Jesus said, and the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. Maybe it's in my Bible. Is, does it say that in your Bibles too? He shall live what? Forever. Shall live what? Forever. Forever. Let's speak it with boldness. If we believe, hallelujah. We shall live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? They did not receive the words of Jesus. Even today, people don't understand, they don't receive the word of God. Jesus was like at this, at this instance where, you know, this centurion came to him, hallelujah, he was a commander of a hundred people. He had soldiers under him, a hundred people, but he had his servant who was sick at home. You know, he came to Jesus and said, you know what? I am not worthy to receive you in my house. I'm not at that level where I can host you, Jesus. But you know what? If only you can say a word, if only you can speak a word, I know my servant will be healed. He understood the power of Jesus' word. He understood the mission of Jesus. And that the people that were Jews, they did not take him at his word. They wanted to crucify him. They wanted, you know, to put him in a corner, question him. You know, 
me sent the word. He sent the word to his servant at his house. The servant was healed. The servant was healed. Jesus did not go to, to the house of this man. He said, just speak the word. He was desperate to have his servant healed. He understood the power of God's word. You and me, we can come to church every Sunday, Sunday in, Sunday out. But when we don't treasure the word of God, we don't accept the word of God and take the word of God as it is and apply it and believe it. Nothing will ever change in our lives. And we begin to think the word of God does not work. I'm here to tell you the word of God is powerful. The word of God is full of life. The word of God is just as good as God himself. When you speak, believe the word. Believe the word. Receive the word. And it will work for you. He said, you know what? Don't bother come to my house. Maybe the, the, the sofas were not that good. Maybe the curtains were not looking good. You know, sometimes you don't want to host great people because you are, you are ashamed because of the condition of your home. We don't know why he said, no, I'm not waiting for you to come to my house. But I know if you speak a word. But somebody would say, no, 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 no. I want you to come to my house. If you don't come to my house and put your hands on my servant, you know, that's not faith. That's weak. The centurion had great faith. He was a man of faith. He was a Roman soldier, was not even a Jew. But he took advantage. He understood what many people didn't understand. Many people today are dying. Many people are suffering weakness in their bodies and not taking the word of God as it is. They are measuring the word of God. They are analyzing and criticizing the word of God like the Pharisees did. The word of God, the word of God is full of life. The word of God is full of power. The word of God is full of transforming, transforming power. He said, no, don't bother. Don't, don't worry yourself by coming. Just speak the word. I know the word. The word is spirit. The word will go and fix the problem in your house. We are too much, you know, analytical. We analyze so much. Too much analysis leads to paralysis. You will not get anything. Take the word as it is. Believe the word of God. Believe the word of God. Believe the word of God. Do you know what Jesus said later on? Scripture, that passage of scripture with the centurion. You know, the centurion was like, word is in Matthew chapter 8 hallelujah Matthew chapter 8 the centurion answered and said to Jesus let me start reading from verse 6 and saying Lord my servant lieth at one sick of the palsy grievously tormented and Jesus said unto him I will come and heal him imagine Jesus I will come and heal him he said no 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 don't bother just say a word just speak a word the word the Bible says in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Became flesh. Dwelt amongst us. The creation was created by the word. The world today, the world are, you know, are held together by the word of his power. The word, the word, the word. The word. And Jesus said unto him, 
And Jesus says unto him, I will come and heal. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. But speak, speak, speak the words. Speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go and he goeth, come, he cometh, do this and he doeth it. When Jesus said it, he marveled and said to them that followed, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. What you don't need is the pastor coming to lay hands on you. Is for him just to speak the words. Send the words. You speak the word. The word of God is not limited. Hallelujah. The word of God is Jesus unlimited. Hallelujah. You can speak it anytime. You can send it anywhere you want. The word of God is not bound. Hallelujah. They can be bound. Amen. The word of God is full of power. It's full of life. It's full of one. You know, whatever you desire is in the word of God. Amen. Amen. He said, speak the word only. Mm. I just need a word and I know I'm done. Mm. It is settled. It is finished. Hallelujah. Yeah. He understood what most people didn't understand. Today, people are coming to church. They are going back. They are not understanding. They are not believing the word of God. Mm. Yeah. The, 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 the woman with the issue of blood understood the power yeah. of touching. Yeah. You know, the help of Jesus coming. A lot of people were thrown in Jesus, but nothing came out of Jesus. Yeah. But this woman who understood the, the, the value of this man, Jesus, yeah. if you understand the value of the word of God, you will never underestimate the power of the word of God. You will never play around with the word of God. It will be your daily bread. Amen. You speak it, you talk it, you sing it. Hallelujah. Amen. The word of God. The word of God is all we need. Jesus is not going to come back and attend to your situation physically. This one had inside information. This centurion understood what they didn't understand. He had revelation about the words. Jesus is not going to come physically to attend to your situation. It is the word of God. So we have the word of God in the word in the Bible. It's written. Unless we take it out and begin to speak it, it will do nothing. There is power in a spoken word. Amen. There is power in a spoken word. You cannot, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, and you, it's just head knowledge. But when you begin to apply it in life situations, circumstances, and challenges, you begin to see the transforming, working power of the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Do you see, that's why many people today are thronging the so-called prophets, hallelujah, they're going there in multitudes in case this man can tell me a word. Yeah. What they're going for is a word. Yeah. Tell me something. Go deeper, go deeper. Why? You want to be told words. Yes. Can't you open the Bible yourself and tell yourself the word of God? Can't you declare what God has already declared concerning your life from the word of God? Why are you looking for someone else to say the word of God for you? 
begin to declare Word that 
Jesus came to die for you. You don't accept it. You think God favor so and so. God doesn't like me. You know, because of the situation or circumstances you're going through. No, the word of God says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish. Should not what? Perish. Whosoever believeth, here I read, if you believe, you will not die. Amen. It's there. Amen. You will not die. Yeah. But because tradition, yeah. customs, yeah. experiences of men, yeah. because we have seen people die, because we have been to so many, and now we want to make the experiences of men as the standards of the word of God. And now we want to nullify the words. Refuse and stand on the word and believe for life and go for the life that God has, you know, has brought into, into our lives because of Jesus dying on the cross. That if you believe, if you believe, you know, so much death has been preached. So much, you know, too much, so much that even Jesus came to give us life. We don't see the life anymore. People don't see it. They don't receive it because it has not been preached enough. Don't you think enough people have died? It's time to live. Amen. It's time to live. Amen. It's time to receive the word of God. Amen. And believe for life. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why in John 10 verse 10 says the thief cometh not only to steal, to kill and to destroy but Jesus came that you might have life and life in abundance. Life is yours. Life is yours. Life is yours. Life is yours. Live. Live in the Old Testament and lift up to you know for score. How much more in a better testament, better covenant. We must live even much more. Because of tradition, because of experience. Now people want to hope in the experience and make it fit with the word of God. I refuse. I go for life. I go for life. Go for life. Go for life. And believe on the word of God. Believe Jesus. He says if you believe, you will never die. It's there in my Bible. I'm sure it's there in yours too. Let's go for the life. 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 There's no glory in death. Hallelujah. Jesus died that you and me could live until we come to that realization and that revelation that, oh, life is our portion. People continue to be robbed. People continue to be robbed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory to Jesus. He says that those he says people shall come from the east and west and shall sit with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, but the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into utter darkness. They shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the self same hour. He was healed. He was healed in the self same hour that Jesus spoke the word, sent the word. Jesus is the word. Jesus came to die that you and me could be witnesses 
we should demonstrate his power. Amen. We should be evidence of his saving power. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's believe the word. Amen. Let's take the word of God. Let it, let it be part of us. Amen. The word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise be to God. Glory to Jesus. When we look at Jesus, he was limited when he was walking on the face of the earth. That's why he could be in one place. You know, now he's unlimited. Hallelujah. We have the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is Jesus unlimited. Amen. When the Holy Spirit is in us, we have the power to do exploits because God himself resides in us. Hallelujah. As the children of God, we have the power in us until that power is exercised. We just become fat. We don't develop spiritual muscles. When you just continue eating and eating and eating and you're thinking I'm going to develop muscles when you're not going to the gym and lifting those weights, you just become fat. You don't have the muscles. So when we begin to exercise the word of God, Amen. by applying the word of God into our life situations, yes. Yes. we develop muscles. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So, you know, a lot of us, we have the word of God in us, but we oh, don't know why we are just sitting with that word instead of exercising. Exercising the word, exercising the word, exercising the word. We need to exercise the word of Amen. God in our life situations. Yes. If we don't exercise the word of God, it's doing nothing in us. We take in and exercise. You know, we take out through exercise what we have taken in. We wake out what we have taken in. That's the word of God. And we must demonstrate God's power, demonstrate his goodness. Hallelujah. Through us exercising the word of God. Speak the word. Declare the word. He, you know, heal someone at work. Ask someone if you can pray for them for healing. How do you know there's the healing gifting in you when you don't stretch forth your hands to heal someone? Command things in your home if they are not working. Don't just call on an electrician to come and fix it. You start de declaring that thing to work in the mighty name of Jesus. How will we know that we have that power in us until we exercise it? There, 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 there was John and... Um, was it John and Peter? They were going to the temple. Beautiful. There was a lame man who was sitting there. They would bring him daily to sit and beg for money. Hallelujah. But this guy didn't, didn't need money. Although he was sitting and begging for money. You know, his relatives, I'm sure they wanted him to use him for, you know, for money. They didn't love him, but they wanted him to, to get money for their use. Hallelujah. You know, so John and and Peter, every time they were going to the temple, hallelujah, yeah. they would see this man seated. But this day, there was something that happened yeah. to them. They said, yeah. you know what? Yeah. It's time we stop this nonsense. Hallelujah. They realized that they had something within them Amen. that they could give this man. Yeah. Amen. They said, silver. He said, look at us. Yeah. When yeah. you're talking to someone, tell them, look at me. Because you have the power of the Holy Ghost in you. Said, look at us. You know, silver and gold have we none. But 
which we have. He was expectant. This guy was so expectant to receive something from them. But then they said, you know what? What you want, we don't have. But we have what you need. They shifted his expectancy from money to healing. Hallelujah. And he was expectant now to, to receive whatever they had. And so silver and gold have none but that which we have. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. You have the power of the Holy Ghost in you. You have the anointing of the Holy Spirit in you. He said you shall be witnesses. We are witnesses of God's power as children of the Most High God. Signs and wonders and miracles are supposed to be done by us, the children of God, sitting in this place. People are every day, maybe you are passing by someone who is sick and you are like, oh, shame. What shame? You are the one who is supposed to raise that person. In the mighty name of Jesus, in your own home, start in your own home. There's a, a little headache there, pray for healing. There's a little stomach pain, cramps, pray for the healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Command it to go in the mighty name of Jesus. You have the power of the Holy Spirit in you in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. We have the power of the Holy Ghost in us. We are to witness and to demonstrate the power of God. Jesus came and gave us power and authority in the mighty name of Jesus. He has permitted us to stand in his place and to do mighty things. But we are still sitting and hoping someday someone is coming to, to our rescue. And yet, no, we are the people that carry God's power, God's nature in us. He says we are partakers of God's divine nature. We are partakers of God's divinity. You are like God. We are like God. We are gods with a small g. According to Psalm 82 verse 6. He says you are gods. With a small g. We are. Yes. We are. He is the king of kings and we are the kings. He is the king of kings. He is the lord of lords. So we must not throw pity parties for ourselves and rise up and stand and know who we are. We must have the knowledge. We must have the knowledge. If you don't have the knowledge, you perish because the word of God says that you know my people, not people in the pub, once again. My people perish because of lack of knowledge. They don't have the knowledge. In other words, they refuse, they reject knowledge. They are being told, you have the head and not the tail. Oh, me. Oh, the way I am. Oh, I haven't, I've never been to school. You don't even know where I was born. You don't know me. It's not about you. It's all about Jesus. It's all about what he has done for you. Hallelujah. We stand in the power of Jesus, not our own Jesus, not our own, not our own power, not our own strength, but in the power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. You should be demonstrating the power of God. It should be evident in our lives. It should be evident in everything that we do and say. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise be to God. Glory. The centurion understood the power of authority. He had delegated authority. Hallelujah. We stand in the place of Jesus. We are the heads and not tails. We are above all the Lord beneath. We have the mind of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. They understood they have the power of the Holy Ghost. We have the Holy Spirit. The Bible says we must ask for the gifts of the Spirit. We must ask and pray for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The gifts of the Holy Spirit, healing, working of miracles, the gift of faith, the word of knowledge, interpretation of tongues, hospitality amongst men. We must desire the gifts of Amen. the Holy Spirit. Amen. We must desire especially that we must prophesy. He has given all this to the church, but the church it seems like it's not even hungry. It's not even hungry, it's not even, you're not desperate for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We are not desperate for the presence of the Almighty God. And yet we are the church. We've been mandated by God to bring salvation, to bring healing to the sick, deliverance to those that are oppressed of the devil. We should be casting devils out of people's lives, not us to be bedeviled. Jesus. 
you know I you know I strongly believe that the church we are playing with the power that God has given us we have the power to heal we have the power to deliver we have the power to set free even to stop these adverse situations winds you know those tornadoes and so forth we have the power to stop it we have the power to stop it the Bible says the whole creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God it's growing in Bethlehem waiting where are the sons that are going to redeem us There's a day when we were having a crusade in Epworth. There was a dark cloud that came and I just could see, could tell this is the devil wants to stop the salvation of the people there. You know, I said to God when the guys were assembling the equipment, I said, God, if this, if the rain pounces on this instrument, I'm done. You know, the Holy Spirit quickly nudged at me and said, you have the power. Said you guys go and pray and bind that cloud. Mm. Command it to move. Mm. Go and pray. Command it to move. Commanded it to move. Mm. It never rained that portion. Yeah. We had our crusade after we were done. After we bundled everything. Mm. When we were on our way, it started raining. Mm. We have the power. Amen. Amen. We are not exercising that power. Amen. We believe mm. we must exercise. We believe we must exercise the power of God. It is in us. We don't want to be thrown into outer darkness. No. What did you do with the power that I gave you? What did you do with the power that I gave you? It's not just good enough just to say I'm a child of God, born again, spirit filled, and, and that's it. And that's all. That's all. We are not even witnessing. We're not even evangelizing people to come to the house of God. We are not even telling our neighbors about Jesus. We must die to self. Amen. God is saying we must die to self and live for him. Amen. It's not about me that matters. It's all about Jesus. Amen. We must die to self and preach the gospel in season and out of season. Tell someone about Jesus every single day. Tell someone within your proximity, that's your domain. Mm. That's your world. Yeah, must amen. affect your world for Jesus. Amen. Affect your world for Jesus. How many are you going with? Mm. How many are you taking to heaven? Mm. How many? Mm. His young brother died. He was buried this Saturday. But we are thankful to God. Mm. When we visited home, we preached to them. We led everyone that was in that house to Jesus. We don't play with our salvation. Mm. We don't play games. Mm. People know us. We don't play games. Hallelujah. It's either you are going to accept Jesus or mm. we are grateful to God. He gave. Mm. He was so stubborn. Mm. He never wanted to hear about Jesus. Mm. But this day, he received Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. He accepted and made him Lord of his life. We know is our soul that is waiting for us. Mm. We must use the God given power and authority, the knowledge that we have, mm. the people that we interact with on a daily basis. Mm. You don't know when, you know, but when you get the opportunity to meet with certain people, tell them about Jesus. Amen. 
Tell them about Jesus. I don't care. People may not may not think it's cool. I don't care what people think, but as long as it's cool with Jesus, that's all it matters. Preach to someone. Tell someone about Jesus. There's a hell. There's an outer darkness. People don't know about that. People don't realize. They think we are living forever. They think, you know, there's nothing like hell. There is hell. There is heaven. There is hell. And today is the day to make that decision, a quality decision to live for Jesus. You know, there was a, a time, a banquet that was made. Jesus talks about this banquet and the, he invited people, this man invited people that gave excuses, they never came and so forth and so on. Then he said, go to the highways and the byways and tell those and just bring anybody and everybody who, who receive who come. And they came, those that were not fit to enter. But there was one who came, wanted to fit there and then Jesus said, ah, how did you come here? He was not washed with the blood of Jesus. So we need to be covered by the blood of Jesus. Let's get our friends, our neighbors, our associates covered with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Let's preach Jesus. Amen. If anything that I would want to be known for in this world is this woman Hallelujah. preaches Jesus. Amen. This woman leads people to Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Shall we stand? Let us not be found wanting. Jesus has given us everything. God has done everything in his power. Amen. He's not going to send another Jesus. Jesus has already come. Amen. We're just waiting for his second coming. He is coming. Second coming of Jesus. To take those that have given their lives to him. For the marriage of the lamb of, you know, for the supper of the marriage of the lamb. Hey. So we must be found you know, properly clothed with the blood of Jesus. Loving him with the totality of our hearts. It's not worth it to live for the world. It's not worth it. But to live for him and him alone. Amen. He has warned us. Those in the kingdom, they're not believing. They're saving power. We are keeping it. We are shy. We feel embarrassed to tell people about Jesus. Let's not be like those. Let's be found ministering in the world and saving people. Father, we thank you and we bless your name. We glorify your name, O oh Lord. We thank you that which you have entrusted us with, the treasure of your word, of your salvation. We will not keep it to ourselves, but Lord, we will open our mouths to minister to those that you are going to bring to us in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, that will be found also at that marriage supper of the Lamb in the name of Jesus. Give us divine ability, Lord, and lead our feet to only those that you have appointed to be saved on each and every day. We pray, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will come and take your bride. And we want to be found in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless you and we honor you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
if there's someone who hasn't given his life or oh, a life to Jesus, let me do this altar call. Are you here today? You have not made Jesus your Savior, the Lord of your life. You could be in church, yes, but have you made this quality decision to live for him and him alone? We grew up in church, but we're not born again. There are people that are born going to church, but they've not made a personal quality decision to follow Jesus. This is your chance, this is your opportunity. Make Jesus the Lord of your life. It's not about going to church, but it's about having him as your Lord and Savior, trusting, trusting totally and completely in his saving power, not in our own self and our habits. If we are all saved, we want to thank God. Let us witness. There are people that have met Jesus. They have no clue that Jesus loves them. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank God for that word. Come on, somebody. Thank the Lord for that word. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you. Thank you, woman of God, for allowing God to use you mightily. Amen. That was a powerful word. A word in season. I've uh, I've wondered, you know, when you were talking about the manna, and I I wondered because I know in the Old Testament that uh, the things that are in the Old Testament.